Angela Bingham shot here. Dalton Barrett is on the boards like old times again. He came back. He said he's enjoyed being away from all of us for a while. He's had not had the word politics. And we're not going to do it much tonight, but we've got to mention it just a little bit. Stephen Reynolds is my guest for your phone on Facebook. Stephen, welcome back. You're here, as always. Ed, always a pleasure. Warm you know, out there, isn't it, buddy? Uh, well, it's getting that way. We got that way yesterday. Me and you talked yesterday yeah. afternoon. <laughs> and that was my first hit of really warmer weather Yeah, yesterday. for this year. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, we were just talking, folks. And uh, I think when it finally gets leveled out, we are friends for some hot weather. It, it feels summer. like I don't, I, you know, I don't have a farmer farmer's almanac, yeah, but right. uh, it, it, my spidey sense is telling me it's going to yeah. be a hot summer. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. telling you. Um, and we've got a number of things. We're going to get get right into this. Dalton's going to get us kicked off, and um, I want to. Uh, uh, if, uh, Steve Cates, did you say Steve? You, hopefully, he's listening. Yeah, Stephen, yeah, I think Steve is listening Because tonight. we have a very special thing going on this week. Strictly by accident, I found out. I am so glad I called you, Steve. Yeah. Because, um, you know, uh, this, what's, what's going to take place here is very important. Um, well, just tell them real quick. Our so, Polish so friends it, are coming over. They're that, here today. That, well, so the Murfreesboro International Folk Fest has been going on for many, many years. Uh, features the Cripple Creek, uh, Cripple Creek Cloggers. Mm-hmm are the Tennessee representative to this association. Right. Uh, but anyway, they're, we're going to be hosting, uh, this group is going to be hosting uh, Poland and France this week. Uh, so Poland these, and France. Yep, Poland okay. and France. A group uh, from, from both uh, countries will be here. They will have their musicians, their dancers. and Great. Uh, just a fantastic cultural exchange, Ed. Uh, you know, so we you've need got some a whole that. group of people that are here with this contingent. That, that's there's right. I prim- think about forty. I think there's you said. about thirty plus of 30 the Polish plus. folks, uh, okay. people from Poland, and then there's uh, I, I'm not sure how many are from France, but probably a similar number. Right. And uh, so they're going to be in town all week, and and uh, you can check it out at imboro uh, international folkfestorg uh, the schedule is on there, and they're going to be appearing around town, various civic, civic organizations, right. schools. It's really great for the children. The children love this. That you know, oh, they eat it up. Costumes yeah. and everything, and the and the music is different. And uh, but the big show is going to be Friday night, and that is at the Grove at uh, the Williamson Family Farm. Uh, folks, uh, a lot of folks know where that's at. It's thirty-two fifty Wilkinson Pike here in Murfreesboro. Two shows on Friday, June the 9th, uh, a one thirty show and a six thirty show, and um, it's fifteen dollars uh, to get in to see this uh, uh, this right. group. And if you've never been to the Grove, you should go check it out. So it's it's an amazing facility. It's a beautiful facility. They just paved the parking lot. I noticed. I noticed my brother lives out there, and it's it's more than adequate parking for I'm, now. I'm but sure I'm sure at some point they'll outgrow that. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. It's a beautiful place and beautiful venue and to, right. and to host uh, our European friends. Uh, it's really special for Murfreesboro and Rutherford County to, to get to experience this and right. to and so bring the family, bring the kids, uh, uh, bring, uh, you know, like I said, the children especially love this, but, but I think all uh, people from all ages will appreciate Oh, the kids love this stuff. Uh-huh. I mean, and who, what bigger kid than Mr. Steve Cates? I mean, yeah. he, he's the biggest kid of all of them. And, Steve, you know if you're listening, I don't have to tell you this, you're more than welcome to call and, and fill us in on any details. You know that. Uh, it's 615-893-1450. He knows that. And I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to let Dalton get us kicked off. Let's get this thing on the road, and we'll be right back with you to talk more about this. But for right now, my name is Edwin Lee Raymond. Yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show with your host, Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station, News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. And that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC as usual. And this is Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show, of course, is produced at the studios right here, WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM, 
right here in the heart of the great volunteer state in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us tonight, as you always can, with your questions, comments, or thoughts at 615-893-1450. That's 615-893-1450. And you can also text us a number to that. And our producer, Mr. Dalton Barrett, who's here with us just for this week, We'll be glad to read it over the air or write it down and give it to me or Stephen, and we'll read it for you for those of you who may not be uh, uh, adept at going on the air or want to be on live radio. We certainly understand. Now, you can reach us and see us right now. A number of different ways. Uh, Stephen, we've even expanded since you've left with the, the broadcast of Stitcher and all that. My wife listens on Alexa lots of times. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you can watch us on YouTube. Yes, um, yes. And all that. And uh, you also can download, we're on YouTube at, uh, w, is it News Radio WGNS, Dalton? So, yes, it's News Radio WGNS. This is something that I'm, I've am i been working on for years. You have. And it he was has. My, my last-ditch effort here. It's great, Dalton. Big GTV it on is. YouTube. If you search up Big GTV, it'll it'll pop up. Okay. But um, we've got, you know, cameras for each of the hosts, and the audio is run straight from the board, so it's just as clean as it sounds on the radio. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a pretty big thing. Go ahead I've and subscribe. You keep uh, replacing the camera that's pointed to me does it keep breaking every time well the, the, the one that you were in front of when the show right. started you like to sit rest like you're uh, yeah a nap my wife told hand. me i know my wife told and me that it, so uh, i gotta keep my hands down yeah, it okay. blocks the camera so i swapped it to another camera that's angled towards your face so you should be good now um, thank you dalton yeah. and you have you've put in a lot of time on this and thanks i mean yeah it's it's uh it's a work in progress it's certainly not where it where where it could be but it's better than where it was well so. as you know uh, more more so probably than Stephen and i do that everything is changing so fast there's we, something new every week oh literally. yeah oh yeah and uh and dalton has kept this station i'm going to tell you unabashedly he has kept this station up to date i know you're a a big blessing to you to your dad you've been a big help to him and you were to your church too and uh, you know my brother uh, was at Murf- Murfreesboro Missionary Baptist mm-hmm. he spoke with you on a couple of occasions I believe about doing sound out there and he's following your path now <laughs> it's tough to take a 56 a 60 year old man to follow what you're doing <laughs> And I yeah. said they nearly wore Brian and, and Dalton out, you know, and they don't mean to. I don't mean that in a bad way, but yeah. I mean they we they all of us come to depend on you, and we do appreciate. It. Well, and it's great. It's great where I, where I'm at now. We have a, a team of people who do right. all of this for me, so I don't have to do any of it. Yeah. You're at New Vision. <laughs> yes, New Vision. So I'm at uh, New Vision's Buchanan campus. Okay. So it oh, has okay. there there we're a multi-site church. So I'm at the. Uh, the campus out in the Buchanan community, so I get to uh, pastor the middle school and high school kids out there. Good so, deal. Yep. Perfect for you. Always glad to have Dalton up here. And uh, also, let me mention Angela Bingham, and we kid back and forth quite a bit, and she's just a great gal. And uh, she's also said she would, again, once again for my guests, she always prays for my guests. And I told Mr. Stephen I was going to pray for him, and I said, do you ever pray for me? And uh, But she doesn't, and uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, you've been looked after, and but you can download WGNS app. Take us with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish. And Angela, listen to her every Sunday at 6, Simplicity. She's doing just a great job there, and it's been at that thing about five years, and she's doing a great job. Now, back to – and Stephen Reynolds is my guest. Stephen, thanks for doing this. I'm glad I called you. It's always because, a pleasure. Yeah. yeah um, how did this come about? I mean, this is an annual thing, I believe, is it not? It, it is. I, I think that, that, you know, it's maybe every other year. I think our group goes to Europe sometime. I, the, I believe the, you're right. Like Steve told me that Cripple years ago. Yep, right. uh-huh. And so they, they typically take a group over, and, and they're shown hospitality and right. exchange culture with our friends over in Europe, mostly. I think that's where they travel, is uh, most to, mostly to Europe. But, uh, but this is the year to host here. And um, this has been going on for a long time. Uh, I know that, that Steve has been heavily involved in this. Uh, oh, for years. For years and years. And so this is a real treasure to our community uh, to be able to, ex- once again, to exchange the culture and, and to see how. Uh, he loves know, it. Oh, yeah. He literally lives it and loves it. He yeah. really does. And now I'm going to go a step further, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to call the whistle, blow the whistle on Stephen and Shelley. You're hosting an event tomorrow night to welcome these people. 
the Polish group, yeah. Friends what are you Poland. feeding them? We were talking with Ansel so, about it. Man, it sounds good. So, so Ed, you know, most folks, uh, hamburgers and hot dogs. Right. It's very yeah. traditional. American, Apple pie and all that good stuff. I right. wanted to be a little bit more authentic. So yes, we uh, we have uh, some very large pork shoulders going on the grill tonight, going on the smoker. Uh, well, actually, they'll be resting tonight, and they'll hit the smoker about 5 in the morning. Right. Uh, so we'll have some pulled pork, uh, some, oh, pork man. some pork tenderloin. Uh, we're going to have uh, this. This is the kicker. Now we're going to have uh, pinto beans and cornbread. Oh man, I'm telling you, you're uh, killing me. We're going to have coleslaw, and um, and of course hash brown casserole. And I think uh, we've got uh, uh, young Isaac Dickey is is managing the desserts. He's making a uh, oh, uh, from scratch chocolate dessert, uh, chocolate cake, something. And um, they're going to get a good taste of a good traditional Southern meal and sweet tea. Right, sweet. Oh, great day! Yeah. And you know, I, I was telling my wife. My wife is uh, uh, was that you know, hey, you know, we're we're ready to receive the King of England in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, if it's left up to Shelley, I know you will be right. Yeah, but you know, I know. These folks, uh, I've, I've been fortunate to travel, and sure. this is just a way for me to pay it back uh, for all the right. hospitality I've been shown all over the the times i've traveled all over europe and and it's just really an honor to to have the chance it is a blessing this. it really is a blessing oh, i love it you know right. and uh but you know uh, my wife is worried about all of the different things you you know the story if you're married <laughs> and and i told her i said honey yeah. they, they, they're going to be more concerned about the ice cubes in their drink you were talking about that expand tell our so, listeners so the europeans they, they don't put ice in their drinks I, I have heard that they don't yeah. put their drinks on ice. They don't. Uh, most I'm, I imagine most of these folks from Poland don't even have an air conditioner. Probably gets seventy degrees in the summer, seventy five. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they open the windows and don't even have an air conditioner. So um, it's very odd for them for us to put ice in our drink, and that's going to be probably right. the very first thing that they notice. You know. Right. And so uh, it's the little things like that that are the small cultural differences. Right. That, that uh, you know, and now when they step outside into my backyard, they're going to understand why we put ice on <laughs> Very quickly. Yes, very quick. Yeah. yeah. And why we used uh, fans and things of that nature. That's right. That's right. So hopefully- I think it's great. It yeah. really is. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, you're having the shoulder and you're having pork, some pork loins. I'm having well. – I've got uh, several – uh, loins that are ready to go. Um, of course, they'll they'll be last, so uh, right. those butts okay. will take the longest. They'll probably go about ten hours at about two hundred and fifty degrees. But now those things, I mean, it'll fall apart. It, it, I mean, you're putting them on at five and tomorrow morning. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going to cook all day. Yep. Right. Okay. Yep. Well, that way I can be. Away. I mean, I've done it at night where I've set the fire and gone to bed right sure uh but i like to watch it a little bit you know and sure just to make sure sure just to hand hold it a little mm-hmm. bit right yeah uh the wife and kids got me uh an electric smoker uh, yeah those we've are really for. nice and man it's the master build is that what it is mm-hmm. and uh a lot of people use the big green egg now or what, so i use whatever. a kamado joe kamado joe very similar to thing. the green egg um mm-hmm. uh, and Man, it can, it's some of the easiest cooking you'll ever do. Of course, mine being electric, it keeps it at a constant 225, more or less. Right. And I, I told the wife when it's done, you know, after about 12, 14 hours or 10, 12 hours, depending on the size of your roast. Right. It's the easiest cooking I've ever done. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And man, just oh! And it tastes like charcoal. It tastes like a wood fire. It's the real thing. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. I use hickory. What are you, you going to traditional hickory? I'll, I'll you going to use apple pecans? Now I use charcoal. I'm an old school. You're doing old school charcoal, okay? Yep, and sure. So I'll have charcoal and hickory blocks, and Man. Uh, I'll probably wrap those things after about four hours of smoking. I'll wrap them so that they don't get too black and too. You know, I, sure. I sure. really enjoy that dark bark, but I'm trying to be courteous. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know. you know, that is, as I understand, in uh, competition, that's allowed now. That last two or three hours where you where you wrap it up, mm-hmm. and when I wrap mine, I wrap them in aluminum foil, right, to right. keep that juice in there. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, I'm gonna tell you so, right so, now. If my so dad was alive, he'd be drinking that like a cup of coffee. <laughs> so, so the whole thing, Ed, is to be able to take the shoulder bone and just pull it just out. Just pull it right out. That's right. Right. That's and your that's thermometer. You know. mm-hmm. That's your thermometer. Okay. Yep. Dalton's back in here. Stephen Reynolds is with us. We're gonna talk about a couple of things, and um, we're gonna be uh, going to our, our our break as usual. Stephen, thanks again.
You can reach us tonight, 615-893-1450. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. I'm Ed Raymer. Dalton's on the board with us tonight. Back right after this. Stay with us, folks. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers, 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, we are back. We have a caller on the line. Caller, go ahead, please. Mr. Reynolds, Mr. Reynolds, how y'all doing? Well, uh, Jeff Neal. Yeah, how you Jeff, doing? how are you? Mr. Reynolds, I ain't seen you in six months. How you been, buddy? Jeff, I'm doing great, man. How you doing? <laughs> I, I, I thought maybe you wasn't live. I know I ain't seen you so long. I said, no, I seen you seen on, t- on YouTube. I thought maybe it was a thing with my imagination. Didn't know what that was. Ross's way there. But uh, I hope you're doing all right. I, I did want to tell you, Tennessee Balls, I think they won tonight, Mr. B. Did they I, win? Did they pull it off? They were playing. Who did they play? It was they played Charlotte. 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 Yeah, Charlotte, Charlotte okay. Clemson out. Right. Yeah. Yeah, they beat uh, Bean Pitching through six innings. He struck out 10. And, and they, they're going to play next week. I don't know who they'll play next weekend in the Super Regional, but they, they're going to make it that far anyway. Well, you know, Jeff, I, I coached baseball for a long time, 17 seasons out here in, here in Murfreesboro. And <coughs> when a baseball team gets hot, you want that team to peak. Of course, it's all sports, but you really want your team to peak at the right time. And it sure looks like the Tennessee Vols are peaking right now. Uh, the way that they're playing and the way that they're pitching. So maybe they'll go a long way. I sure hope yeah, so. Yeah, they, they, played, they played long enough last night, about 13, 14. I think they were going to win, but I know. But uh, oh, yeah. they played long enough last night, but got, you know, survived that. But, you know, it's just the way it is. got to take it one game at a time. And, you know, I don't know how far they'll get this year. But they, they, they're they not as good. They're not as good as they were last year, but still, they, they're still up pretty good. But I, I did want to ask, uh, Stephen, did you read the uh, – have you read today's paper yet today? Um, I have not. I have, I, not, I have not looked at it. Yeah. Well, there, no. there, there was a there was a, a, a opinion piece I wanted to tell y'all about. There's a lady wrote about about the gun the gun legislation about the gun was going to have a special session yeah. in mm. August. She's from Lawrenceburg. She's a 
a pro-gun you know, NRA member. So we, we shouldn't have no red flag law. Of course, all that stuff. Talking about the Republicans probably won't pass anything. I don't think anything's going to get done, to be honest with you. I think it, but Bill Lee wants some stuff done, but I just don't think it'll get done. I think it's going to be a lot of good law. But I'll just hang up listening. Guys, I enjoy your show. And Stephen, good to see you again. Call me sometime. We'll hang out somewhere. Sounds good, Call Jeff. Thanks for calling. And, and take, take care, man. Have a good one. See you. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. Go ahead, Steve. Well, yeah, as as Jeff mentioned, the governor uh, after the uh, shooting over at the Covenant School, uh, right. the governor's called for a special session to look at uh, what's what some are calling red flag laws. I call it keeping firearms out of the hands of crazy people. That's exactly what I call right. it. Yeah. Um, you hear a lot of pushback on this. People talk about due process. And let me tell you, Ed, when you go in front of a judge, that's due process. Okay? Yes, sir, it is. Yeah. And, and no one's talking about doing anything uh, without going in front of an, a duly elected judge who is there. And I have faith in our system. I still do, too. And yeah. uh, I believe that, that judges will make the right calls. Right. Uh, should this come to so so, what it boils down to is if you have someone who's expressed, uh, you know, gets on social media and says makes violent threats or violent threats to their families or or something of that nature, they can be hauled in front of a judge and have their firearms temporarily suspended. Sure, as, as they should as, as should be. Now, this doesn't sound like a an infringement to me. My, I have a lot of people will say, you know, no infringement on the Second Amendment. But, you know, everything has limits. Yes, sir. Uh, we're, we can't have hand grenades. Right. We can't have rocket-propelled grenades. Correct. We can't build a nuclear bomb in our garage. Right. So there are limits to everything. And that... that um, Sad, sad situation that happened over in, in uh, at the Covenant School is one of many. Um, I, I am a firearm owner. I, 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 me I'm, too. I, I, but but I don't believe that um, uh, large magazines. Right. Uh, th- this this shooter over in Nashville shot 152 rounds in 16 minutes. That weapon is designed for one thing. The military. That, that's right. It's but to it's take. A, it's to take life. That, what is it? A two twenty three round it shoots. I think so. That's yep. the NATO mm-hmm. round, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've all got to be equal in our killing, and uh, you know. Well, I, I mean, that, no one hunts with these weapons. You can't. Well, here's the thing that gets me. If I go deer hunting, and a TWRA officer comes up, first of all, I'll lose my my. My license, I'll lose probably the the weapon. They'll confiscate that. Right. And I may end up paying a huge fine, or I could end up in jail. Right. You know, a game warden's got a lot of power. Right. Yes, they do. But we don't protect our children in schools that way. I, I mean, right. they'll protect wildlife. I'm not allowed to hunt a deer or a turkey with that weapon. Right. Right. So I it all boils it. down to this juvenile fantasy that one day these folks are going to have to fight the government. That's what it really boils down to. That one day, that uh, as, Marjorie, as Marjorie Taylor Greene says, and, and yeah. which is a really bad idea that's been tried before, <laughs> but it all boils down to this juvenile fantasy of fighting the government. That's what it boils down yeah, to. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And, and, and let me tell you, those AR-15s or all of those high-capacity rifles, uh, they're, they're not going to do anything against a drone because if you no. fight the U.S. government, no. um, yeah. So it's, so it's just a juvenile fantasy um, and so that's a about people, the best way to put it. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a ju- it's a fantasy. It's yeah. a juvenile. It's a delusion fantasy. that that I've got to have this in case this happens. And you know, uh, a lot of Armageddon folks out there, financial Armageddon, yeah. and right. you know. And uh, anyway, I, I'm positive about the future. I'm optimistic about the future. We've I got am. a lot of problems. Yes, but if you look at the technology that's out there, if you look at how bright these young people are, and I and every old every as every population ages or demographic right. that talk about the young people, let me tell you what we have some of the sharpest young people. We in the world. have some bright young people, right? And brilliant minds across the spectrum, whether it be doctors or whether it be uh, technology people and and IT people and all of that kind of. Well, stuff. Well, not only that, we've got a concrete program, MTSU, that is 
world renowned right yes. now. And they're graduating yes. men and women over there that are going around the world with yes. concrete, and, and, which is your forte, the infrastructure situation, which even, goodness knows we need right now. Even all of that is going high tech. That's right. Oh, yeah. You go high tech or you don't go. And and so the way things are constructed, the way things are built, if you look at what TDOT's trying to do now, I won't get into the choice lanes, which is hilarious to mm-hmm. me. It's a toll road. Everybody knows it's a toll road. Right. Yeah. But we, uh, Nashville has, seems to have this, uh, They, you know, they talk about the pronouns with the liberals. Well, they, they also have the same sure. where they want to call something something else, you know. Sure. And uh, so anyway, um, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm really optimistic about where we're going now. You know, one thing with this debt ceiling fight that we just had, Ed, uh, tomorrow <laughs> people talk about the debt. You know, yeah, they talk, right. oh, we I owe know. China all this money. You know, we don't. China voluntarily buys our U.S. Treasury. Sure, but you know why they buy? They lo- it? Because they're they're going to get their money. They're going it's to a get good their investment. Payday. That's right. It's a good investment. That's right. So sure. all this stuff about the country going bankrupt and all of that once again is just a bunch of hot air. Right. Uh, we feed the world. We supply energy to the world. The technology, the entertainment. Yeah, I mean, look at country music's all over the world. It's all over the world. Yes. Uh, you name it. Our right. our ideas, our designs. Now, when they stop buying, when the rest of the world stops buying that, then maybe you ought to get nervous, uh, and stops buying our treasury. So, so as a result of this debt ceiling, once again, another false. Uh, right. Idea that's thrown mm-hmm. out there is a threat to shut the government down. And and so as a result of that, the U.S. Treasury stopped selling treasuries because we didn't know if they were going to pay them or not. Sure. So why would anybody buy them, right? Understood. So as a result of that, tomorrow will be the first day that treasuries go back out on the market. Okay. $175 billion worth of treasuries tomorrow. They'll be eat up for lunch. It's probably going to impact the stock market a little bit, yes. Over a trillion dollars by the end of the quarter. And these are people that are buying our debt. And why do they buy the American debt? Because they know we're good for it. Right. We're not mortgaged to the hilt. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole and explain all of that. Good. But, uh, but Ed, we, we've got this country has a, a great opportunity over the next 25 years to lead the world, as we always have in many ways, and I'm very optimistic about the future. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. And uh, now, we, you know, there are some things we can't control, like the guy over in Moscow. There's, you know, right. things, things like that that will be out of our control, natural disasters. But other than that, we are on, we've got the largest infrastructure investment in history, the largest energy investment in history, the largest technology uh, advancement uh, study in history. Right. All of this is flowing in, and it takes years for that, for results to come out It of takes that. a long time. It, it takes does. a long time. But if you look right now, I just read where the Saudi, Saudi Arabia is planning on cutting their oil production next month. Right. Which is going to drive our gas prices up. Not not the President of the United States, not the United States Congress, sure. the Saudi, Saudi Arabia. Right. And so as a result, we're all going to pay higher gas prices the next six months. And we will continue to pay them because we got to go to work. Th- that's right. And as we convert... Right to the uh, more and more electrics come online. That's right. less and less dependent on what Saudi Arabia decides to do. And as we've talked before, Tennessee is the tip of the spear when it comes to electric car production. The next ten years, the Fords are going to be made here. General Motors huge investment, Volkswagen huge investment, Nissan's already made a big investment. Long story short. Um, uh, conversion over to these electric cars, and I know they're not perfect, and I know there's a lot of issues that still have to be worked out. I'm sure that, you know, they said that about the Model T. I'm sure that there were people that were riding a horse that said, I told you that Model T from Ford wouldn't work, you know. So you got to think of it kind of in that way, and I, I feel like that we're really moving forward. The economy here is, uh, we've got the, the largest energy investment. Let me just mention that, Ed. Uh, as a result of that, the state of Tennessee, which I found very odd, has formed its own nuclear advisory commission. The state of Tennessee. Now I hope. <laughs> now I hope these people are just going to decide where we're going to put the n- next nuclear plant. Right. Yeah. And they're not actually planning on the state of Tennessee <laughs> building a nuclear facility, because okay. I'd be pretty nervous about that. 
uh, we, oh, we, okay. we need the resources of TVA and the right, entire country. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to get over the, the whole TVA thing. TVA is the biggest blessing to this, and I realize they have made mistakes, and they have damaged people and property, and it, they're not perfect either. But right. the good outweighs the bad, by far. It does. Right. By far. Yep. And FDR changed. The T- and I don't mean to go back. And, you know, I we talk about old this days, every time, it's, it's everything. TVA changed it, and that's T- where it came from. It Tennessee came from was Franklin a, D. Roosevelt. Tennessee was a third-world country. Right. Stayed flooded. No one would bring electric power to the Tennessee Valley. That's exactly they, right. They couldn't make any money doing it. Right. And as a result of all of that, of TVA coming, that's why you get Blue Oval. Now, these politicians will all take credit. Oh, it's our great policy. Oh, they love that. Sure. It's our great policies mm-hmm. that brought them here. Yeah. I'm sure those tax incentives help. <laughs> but, the, but the fact is, is they can have cheap and reliable power, and TVA is going to provide that, and that's why they chose. Well, that's one of the best investments you'll ever pick up right there. Sure. Is, is the power situation. Yeah. I'm telling you. And, you know, uh, okay, I'll tell you what let's do. Let's go into this, the, the dead ceiling. Okay. Um, you know, I watched Lawrence O'Donnell mm-hmm. this past week right. after this thing finally got settled and, and all that. It got passed in right. both, both houses of Congress. Right. And he said something that's very, very important. Governing, by the way, Carol Ann, Elmore down in Chattanooga, thanks for listening. Pete, thank you for listening. Pete Elkins, a good friend of mine, and many of the rest of you. I shouldn't start naming names, but uh, anyway, you know who you are. Thank you. I'll talk to you later this week. Stephen, governing is a job for serious people. Yes. And that was proven the last uh, seven or eight days. And yes. the people that helped the president do this this deal. Sure. Uh, Shalonda Young, Gene Sperling, and Steve Brissetti. Mm-hmm. The latter two, Gene Sperling and Steve Brissetti, worked in the Clinton and the Barack Obama administrations. Right. These people didn't just start a couple weeks ago. Right. Right. They have been at this a while. Sure. They know how to govern, and they are not elected. And and, and that's important. The, the, the folks that do those jobs and the staffers exactly. are extremely important. But, yes. But for me, the strategy is just as important. Agreed. The president of the United States, for all of the – I hear a lot of negative things about his age. And let me just say that, that age is, is – that's discriminatory, I, I believe. Right, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Every other culture in the world upholds their, their elders in the highest regard. Right. Ex- except for our country. I know. Yeah, and and we make fun of folks uh, who trip over sandbags that are eighty years old. It, it's yeah, disgusting to I, me, really. Yeah. Uh, but but anyway, Ed, uh, when you're negotiating with somebody, you that the person you're negotiating with, if they're backed in a corner, you have to give them a way out. Sure. And in an honorable situation. That's correct. Right. Yeah. That's correct, and and I believe that <clears throat> they unfortunately the Republicans just backed themselves in a corner. They backed themselves, yes. And the country. Right. Uh, defaulting on the debt would have been the worst. I mean, that would have been a certain economic, immediate economic catastrophe. And let me tell you something. If you're for that, uh, you probably need to seek professional help because you have right. no understanding of you, what that really means. You don't know what you're playing with here. That's right. Now, and here's here's the kicker that got me, that Brissetti, I think, um, was the lead man in doing. A two-year deal. Yes, right. Where the president and any of the Democrat Party don't have to deal with this for another two years. Well. They could have gone six months, could have gone a year. Uh, somebody played their cards really, really right here. They, they did. I don't they, want to be in negotiation with yeah, those people. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Well, and and, you know? and and the way that it was portrayed, portrayed though, both right. sides didn't get everything they wanted. Right, every, And, you know, so that means it was a good And that's deal. true to a point. It is true to a point. But, right. but you know, Ed, we, we just need to do, a, do away with the debt ceiling law, period. It needs right. to be no other country, no other right. Western democracy has that. What we're trying to do is repeal the last budget. That's what they're trying to do. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's holding the entire economy hostage. Like I mentioned about the treasuries, we haven't sold treasuries since the uh, in the last six months. And so tomorrow we're going to sell $175 billion. That's going to cause a financial strain 
across the system, even affect the stock markets, yeah. all because of a threat to shut the government down. Right. Now, listen, we need to be physically responsible. There's nothing wrong with saying that, that we can get way out of whack, and some people say we're already there. And that's a fair argument. But also you can say we're not even close to being there. Like I said, right. we sell the world food, energy, technology, everything. And, and uh, you know, people say, oh, well, these Chinese folks are going to take over. Uh, the Chinese folks are going <coughs> to take over, right? Yep. So the Russians tried this in Ukraine. They bought their tires from China and put it on all of their military vehicles and they didn't get halfway to ukraine and all the tires blew out so please don't come at me now if you're talking about household goods or something you're going to hang on your wall but the chinese are not going to take over our economy it's not even close in the russians when's the last time you bought something other than vodka that was russian well show me something out of china is not just a trinket Right. I know, you know, a keychain, right. that's fine. We, we are you know, an economic superpower, yeah. and we need to act like it. Exactly. And we need to think like Grow it. up. That's right. Right, right. That's right. But the president, no doubt, I mean, and here's two local guys like us talking about the president didn't, you know, I understand that. But I'm going to tell you, he handed them themselves on a, on a high, on, on, a, on a silver platter. Okay. Yes, he well, really did. When he when you break it down, right, and uh, to get this the thing, I mean, it was a two year deal, right. And Lawrence O'Donnell was really he was really geared up over that. They, he right. said this is something they will not have to fight to, to worry about for the rest of his first term. Right. Okay. Right. And ideally, they can get that incomplete debt ceiling law removed so that we are right. similar to – so that all of the people that issue credit to our government can right. be rest assured that this can't be held hostage by a political party in the future. Still a good investment. And that would be very, very good for the economy. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it was just – this week has been an eye-opening week for me. Because, again, back to – and this is what you ran on when you ran against Desjardins twice. Governing is a job for serious people. You know, I see people at these rallies that Trump has, and, oh, and they're grinning and giggly, and it's fun. This is fun. You know, when I saw you out there on a campaign trail, you weren't really – I mean, you enjoy it. You covered up pretty good, shaking hands and, you know, slapping people on the back, telling those old jokes and all that stuff. But it's work. It's very hard work. It's hard work. It takes a lot of money. Yeah, to, it to takes even a be competitive, it takes a lot of money. And you know, uh, this is not—we're not here for fun, you right? Know? Right, Ed. Well, you know, folks talk about um, uh, financial malfeasance, like our federal government is practicing right. finance. Let me tell mm-hmm. you what financial malfeasance also. And so, and I agree that that can be true. Right. But let me tell you what I also I believe is financial malfeasance. When you go twenty years without raising property tax. And then you have to pop 16% on everybody at one right time. Here. Yeah, and I wanted to touch that because we all know what this – go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, Ed, if we were looking forward now, – now, listen, the last 20 years, there's not a politician to run on raising taxes. There's no way they'd get elected. No, no. And so in order to keep a campaign promise, they've unintentionally practiced financial malfeasance. Right. If we could have raised it just a little bit over the last 20 years, the impact today wouldn't be so large. And you look at what folks' home values have skyrocketed here right. in Rutherford County. I've told Rob Mitchell many a time, if I have to pay an extra $150, $200 a year so our kids can go to decent schools, and this right. private school thing, we can't get off into that because I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, but that's the reason people were moving here, because of our school system. Yeah, that's correct. So many people. So and, and, like then, and then suddenly we're $60 million short. Right. Now, now they've had million. to see this coming for a long time. Yeah, that doesn't just happen overnight. Right. And so didn't. now we've got and, – and listen, this is not a knock on the last mayor or this mayor or the last county commission. The last, this is just a reality. I right. understand the campaign reality, what it takes to get elected and what it takes to get unelected. But but, <laughs> okay. but sooner or later, your voters okay. have got to grow up, too, in their expectations. Well, and, and, and Rob and I have had this conversation many times. You may have heard us, heard us when we're talking. You and I have had this. You know, if you tell people, look, we're going to have to go up a percent, okay? Right, right. Every other year, okay? Right. 
people, you know, well, what for? Well, because here's what's coming down the road. Right. Governing is about the commitments that we have. And yes, even as a little old Rutherford County government, but what they have commitments, our commissioners do, down the road. That's correct. It's a, and obligations to be met. And, and we're going to have to have this money to cover that. And having the political courage. Well, uh, and people will to, understand. Right. Right. Most people will understand. Now, you're always going to have those, you know, and you've got these politicians, you know, there'll be no tax increase under my administration. Okay, that's wonderful bully for you. You know, right. that's great. Right. And the Republicans have just about ridden that horse to death. And here it is at 16% tax increase the county's looking at. And this is pretty much do or die. Because there's no choice There's now. no choice because right? state, local, and federal governments have one problem the, gov- the United States government doesn't. We can't print money. But 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 if we had um, 2.5% in 2008. I agree. 2.5%. And of, it's a lot easier you know, pill to swallow. That's right. You know. It sure is. Now we're going to get hit. And what will this go up? I think anywhere from two, $250, $300 for a two for a three hundred thousand yeah, house, and if, and if you like look that. around the country, we have the, some of the lowest property taxes in the world. Exactly uh, right. Know, it's yeah. a couple thousand dollars a year, twenty five hundred dollars a year around sure. here. It's not much. And people were moving here from California, New York, Illinois, out of Chicago, these bigger cities. Man, they feel like they're at a picnic. Of course. I mean, because California, right? Man, give me a break, right? Now, folks I mean, say, you know, we don't want to turn into that, and we'll never, no. we'll never turn into that. But we, we shouldn't. To, but we have to pay for our school system. We have to, right? We have to pay for our uh, uh, emergency services. We have to sure. pay for our roads, and and I understand roads aren't part of all of that. But uh, but you know, it, it, instead of instead of kicking the can down the road. Uh, to me, it's more important to uh, just be upfront with people and say, "Hey, we see this coming. About ten years from now, we're going to be short on." Caller, bear with us. We see you. You're calling in. I don't know where Dalton is, but we'll get you. Please, please be patient with us. And uh, um, yeah. So anyway, and and once again, I'm not trying to throw shade on these uh, local folks. It is what it is now, and they have to deal with it. But but you know, I mean. Uh, when you when you blame the prior people, I mean, uh, listen, there's only been Republicans elected here That's in the last, been 20, last years. twenty years. Yeah, right. I know, so you can't blame the Democrats. Yeah, and I mean, so, they, they they shy away, for example, from property tax. And I know, you know, I wish all of us could live here for a hundred dollars a year. Yeah, you know, and and you know, champagne would fall from the heavens, velvet robes would part, but that's not—it's well, not reality. There's another piece to this too, Ed, and that's the uh, the state of Tennessee and some of the uh, like the hall tax, for example. Right. The hall tax money went directly to counties, so there, there's a lot of taxes been eliminated in Nashville of funding that used to come to the counties that don't come to the counties anymore. Right. And of course, uh, the uh, the state government. Uh, likes to be boastful about, hey, we've cut your taxes, but what they don't tell you is yeah, you're, you're going to pay for it in a higher property tax. It may not happen this year, but it'll happen in the next few years. Right. And so, uh, you know, it's it's all connected to each other. So anyway, but, uh, uh, you know, we've, we've got to make these investments. We've got to keep our schools running. Um, uh, you know, we, we've had too many, as we know, this is the bare minimum, and then you've got third parties trying to pull money away from the school system now and uh, that's about tune of about seven or eight million dollars is going to come out because of this recent passage of this charter deal and uh hello as you probably know um the um as you probably know ed the um uh the the recent uh, school board um they had a meeting where they're allowing these charter schools in Okay, we've got a caller on the line, I believe. Caller, one of them just called on my cell phone. I'm sorry, Stephen. I got to get okay. Caller, go ahead, That's please. Okay. Uh, hey, this is Christian Gay. Hey, Christian, how are you? Just fine. Uh, Ed, how are you? Doing good. How What's going you? on? I believe you know this gentleman here with me. I don't think I do. Uh, <laughs> I don't think quite yet. Uh, I do hear he's quite a distinguished fellow, though, and I'd be very keen on uh, picking both of your brains tonight, uh, and uh, you guys are in a really great discussion about uh, the uh, school board uh, allowing for charter schools and, of course, our property taxes going up. But there's one thing I think that uh, we ought to, 
chew upon for just a moment, too, and that is the fact that the state has completely replaced our way of funding schools across the state. Yes. Yes. And even trying so right. even more. Uh, our Speaker of the House wants to turn down $2, million, $2 billion from the federal government. Right. Correct. The, Not only that, though, Stephen, but the, the, the TISA bill, the, the new stuff. I was researching this while I was working on Kelly Northcutt's campaign, and I came across a few things that were rather startling. I saw first that um, just like with roads, different municipalities are learning uh, education uh, areas, associations, school boards, school districts have to raise their own funds somehow. So there's something called motivations of effort that um, we have to have for, like, roads or any other type of infrastructure. And if we don't raise those through property tax, we raise them through, like, local sale taxes. So not only will people be paying more for, for schools um, out of their property taxes, which I don't believe that we should have schools tied to property taxes anyway, but um, we might also be paying more for some products like groceries or other local items uh, that we would be um, otherwise. But the other thing, too, the way that they formulated how and who gets money mm-hmm. isn't based upon the needs need right. of individual schools. No, it's based upon individual students, whether they live in a sparse district or a, a, a small district. Agreed. What, if, yeah. if they're going to, if they're going to a, a, a charter school, um, what what their third grade reading looks like. All of this is coming together to be something that I think is, what you talked about, you know, uh, financial malfeasance. I think it's political malpractice the way that we are trying to. Um, it, it seems deliberately punish some places for being poor. You know, punish I, some places for not being ahead. Yeah, yeah you know, that's uh, very interesting. You know, Memphis and Nashville were originally the two cities that were set up for the charters. Mm, but between right. those two I cities, remember, okay. yeah. between those two cities, they only had about 600 kids sign up. That's it. So now they're they're hitting the panic button. And, and you know, you have to provide your own transportation. There's all of these things when sure. you go to, to, to this type of school. <coughs> and so now they're having to expand it into Knoxville, Chattanooga, into Rutherford County, so they can get more kids to sign up. Sure. Now, here's something else that you'll find interesting. Christian, right? Is that your name? Christian Gay. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Christian, I just read this, and I found this extremely interesting. So this homeschooling thing has been going on since the 90s. Right. So those kids that were homeschooled in the 90s, they're all having kids now. And you know what these homeschool, they're they're calling it a complete homeschool revolt. Because these parents are so insistent that their children go to public school because they feel like they miss so much that yeah. they got out into the real world and the real world smacked them in the face and said, hey, That's uh, right. you know. Uh, not a, not everything's the way that you were brought to believe around your kitchen table. That, that that's right, sure. and so there's so many important social aspects to public school, and understanding of the culture and the civilization. And these kids that were homeschooled in the '90s and the early 2000s, they're sending their children to public school, that's and exactly I think right. that's wonderful. Christian, can I thank you for calling? We have another caller, and we've got to go to our last break. Can I do that, please? Yep. Thank yeah, you so Christian. much. Pleasure. Yeah, thank you so much, and I look forward to seeing you again. Christian Gay, very good call. Yeah, great very call. Very good point. Great call. Dalton, we're going to go to our final break. This is Edwin Lee Raymer, Show Ed Raymer. Stephen Reynolds is here with us, and Dalton's on the board. Back with you right after this. Hey, this is Ed, everybody. want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design. Retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at completeyardcaretn.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, tag them a run, or if you need someone full-fledged follow, give us a call. You can reach me at 615-390-7219. That's 615-390-7219. Or check out our website at piofmt.com. That's piofmt.com. I felt so alone, scared, angry, full of self-pity. I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. 
Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org. Go to J. Mullins Jewelers and check out their collection of reactor watches. They're located at 352 West Murfreesboro Boulevard right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. And also, custom-made jewelry if you want it, they can make it for you. Also, gifts for any and all occasions. Weddings, graduations, family reunions, uh, anniversaries, all of it. That's J. Mullins Jewelers. 352 West Northfield Boulevard, right here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Welcome back to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show on News Radio WGNS. All right, we are back with Stephen Reynolds, Ed Raymer here with you, the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Bill Wilson is out there, Mr. Murfreesboro. He's going to be in here in just a few minutes. He's got a great guest for you. We, right now, we've got a caller on line. Caller, thank you for calling back. Go ahead. Oh. Hey, how are you doing, Ed, Stephen? Uh, Hello. This is this is Rob Mitchell. You know, if you say my name three times, kind of like you appear I call. <laughs> like a leprechaun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the man with the wood grain car, <laughs> still driving the car with the wood That's grain it. down the side. <laughs> what about it, Rob? Well, I'm old. I'm old school. Well, That's right. You know, uh, have, did anybody? Did Did either of you watch the budget meeting last week? I did not. I haven't seen it yet. Yes, there was there, there was a proposal that a rural fire district be be created. Mm-hmm. That the folks and the taxes in just the rural fire district pay for the expansion of the rural fire department. Mm-hmm. Um, they and and to. To absorb, the county has um, um, reserve funds right. that are roughly 30% of the budget. Okay. So on a $700 million budget, you've got roughly around $200 million in reserves. Okay. Ending fund balance. We had a $60 million deficit. We normally run about a 24 to $33 million deficit. Okay. There is really, the, the proposal by Trey Gooch was to pay the deficit spending down. Sure. And to allow the expansion of the rural fire department to be covered by the people receiving the benefit and not raise taxes on anyone else. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. So yeah. some parts of the county would get tax increases and some parts wouldn't. Is that that what I'm, what I'm understanding? Well, okay. right? well, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, because, see, the, the folks that live inside of the city limits, get uh, they pay for That's their correct. fire service. Sure. That's correct. Right. And their city taxes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Now, yeah. uh, Commissioner Gooch, you know, believes that, the people that are living inside of the cities are supplementing the expansion through their property taxes of the rural fire service. Okay. It was said that the situs taxes and the hotel motel tax is currently sufficient to cover all the costs in the expansion of the rural fires department. Okay. So... If it if that is in fact true, mm-hmm. then are they not already paying for it? And with the expansion of it and the addition of the equipment, they would be paying even more. They would be paying more. Everyone else. Sure. Yeah. Um, so so, Rob, at what point do we talk about a metro here in Rutherford County? I have. At what yes. Point do we become Rob, where we well, have? That's exactly that's exactly the case, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Because we have expanded services beyond what the Constitution allows for county government. That's what I was going to ask. Is clear. And, and what Trey Gooch con- proposed, Rob, is that even legal? And no, I don't mean any offense against Trey. Don't get me wrong; I don't even know the man. No, but 
It's 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 absolutely in other okay. counties do it that way. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what what most people do not know, uh, we'll compare ourselves to other counties. Uh, Knox County, for instance. Did you know that Knox County does not have a rural fire department? That it's make, a contracted service right. called Rural Metro. It's a private, for-profit fire department. Yeah, man. Hmm. Well, so I so mean, <laughs> we we, we yeah. have expanded. The, the Constitution says if you this is what you must do. You must you must provide these, and we will provide you with the method to fund them. Right. If you want to do something other than that. You'll you've have to come up, you'll either have to pay it for it out of what you've got, yep. or you'll have to request permission from us to develop a new income stream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the, those folks in are. Nashville we that have, believe in local control. We right? have expanded <laughs> services beyond what we are statutorily permitted to account for. Makes sense. So and so we really you, should start thinking about a metro. You know, we do that with the school system. Pretty much, Rutherford County School right. System. Is right. that because the federal yep. law requires that, or there's so many requirements from the federal law it makes sense to have a unified school system? Is is that what probably drives that? Um, I'm, I'm wondering. Uh, but but you know, well, everyone he, in the county needs fire service and ambulance service and 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 police protection. Um, and so, what is the fairest way? Because they're they you're right, Rob. They're serving all over. I, I live in the county now. Right. So same here. And but it's not by much. I right. Mean, there's yep. a, about a mile between me and the city limits and the. I'm right line. next door to it. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, that's you know what you know what the difference would be. You know what the on a four hundred thousand dollar home in the county. Yeah. To fund a rural fire department, strictly from your property taxes and nothing else. Uh huh. It would cost you an additional $25 a month. See, yeah, right. So no big deal. Just the people living in the county, the people living in the cities would not have an increase. Yeah, because they pay through their city taxes. That seems like a no-brainer. That's right. Yeah, that seems like a no-brainer. That makes sense. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, To me, well, to us it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. uh, but it's... It failed for lack of a second because no one wanted to do it. Right, because of the political promises, because of the ideology. Uh, yeah. And so we have to grow up and be adults and face our problems and make decisions. That's what a public officer, a, someone who is elected to office, and, it, and if the folks are upset, you vote them out. But but so many yep. folks, are, so many people are worried about their own personal interest. Am I going to get? Am I going to get reelected? Not hey. If I get elected, I'm going to try to fix this problem. Yeah. Not, right. and so that's that. It's the politics of the personal, and and listen, Robin, you know this. You've been doing it for a long time, but you can sort out the candidates who are in it for themselves and who are in it for the community. I can do it from being a candidate. I can do it now in about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I look at a new I bet candidate. both of you can. Yeah. And and let me say something else, Robin. This is off topic, but I really appreciate your. Um, uh, commitment to the chess uh, program for, Isn't that something? for yeah. young Rutherford County. I know y'all have talked about that, but I just wanted right. to say thanks for uh, critical thoughts. Oh, I appreciate that. I hope you'll come by and consider playing a game on the 24th. Well, I'd probably um. embarrass myself. <laughs> right? uh, I'd be much better if you want to put a baseball team together. Now, I'm, I'm Rob, let's let him get through. The, let's, let's let him get through tomorrow first. Tomorrow night he's hosting the Polish and, and – People, he's he's having an international folk fest at his house. Uh, oh wow! That's gonna be. Now he has volunteered graciously for you to come out and sing the national anthem. Now you're gonna be there, right? Well, hey, I'll sing if he'll play. Yeah, yeah, Rob, I hate to do this. We're in our last two minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, you're rough. Hey, I appreciate you guys. No, thank you. Thank you. We appreciate. Rob. I appreciate your support. Thank you. Bye-bye. Steve, good, bye-bye. And, um, well, we've reached the end of the hour. This is a time when I – this is one of these rare shows. I'm glad, I'm sorry I gave up that second hour now. Time you flies know. when you're having fun. Eric. I don't know if we had any fun or not, but we made some people <laughs> mad. But, well. Stephen, thank you so much. Yes, uh, Stephen Reynolds and uh, Rob Mitchell, Jeff Neal, all of our other people that have called, thank you. We appreciate you. I appreciate you so much, all of you listening and watching on YouTube. 
and stay with us because Bill Wilson is coming in, Mr. Murfreesboro, and he's got a great show for you. Dalton, thank you for coming in and filling in. Always great to see you, Dalton Barrett. And until next Sunday, 8 o'clock, I'll catch you down the road. Good night. The Good Neighbor Network, WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna, flagship station for MTSU Sports. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Tennessee Valley Healthcare System inviting Middle Tennesseans to celebrate Pride Month at the Pride Counts at TVHS event Wednesday, June 14th at the Alvin York VA in Murfreesboro. The VA reports the Pride Counts at TV.